Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What is up, Happy Tanners? Welcome to episode 58 of Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have world-renowned and famous spray tan artist, James Harknett. He has a spot in the W Hotel in downtown London, one of the busiest places in London. He says it's a beautiful location, a beautiful spot. I saw some pictures. It does look fascinating. Uh, he's been in the hotel for a number of years, and he also just won the GQ Wellness Experience of the Year which is nothing short of amazing considering all the other people that he was up against. He's uh, been in the industry for over 20 years and has a true passion for every single part of the industry, including products, equipment, whatever it is, he absolutely loves it. And you can hear that as he speaks and talks about his career, the passion and everything that he's gone through over the past 20 years. James, on behalf of me and the entire Happy Tans community, thank you so much for spending your evening. It was late there, past midnight in London when we recorded. Uh, thanks so much for spending that time with us and sharing your experience. You're truly one of the genuine and great people in this industry, and I look forward to our continued friendship and anything that comes in the future. Uh, Happy Tanners, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans Website Builder. Find out more and build your own website that actually helps you create a brand online that you can be proud of. And also it helps you get found online, which can never be overlooked. In fact, one of our happy tanners said that she received over 80% of her new business from her website ranking at the top of Google, which is quite extraordinary. Uh, in addition, we are sponsored by Sunless Evolution, my newest creation with Jimmy Coco. It's over a year old now, hard to believe. We have over 200 amazing members that we consider our Sunless family. Come check it out at sunlessevo.com, sunlessevo.com. There's currently a wait list, but we will be opening again soon at the beginning of the year. If you have any questions, reach out to me, Grant, at happytans.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Happy tanning. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have James Harknett from beautiful London. How are you doing today, James? Oh, I'm very good. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely weather here. <laughs> it's been down rain and cool, but we all need a spray tan still. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. We were just chatting beforehand and you were talking about your surprise that it was so busy and, and everything because of the weather, but uh, people will do a lot for their tan. So thanks so much for joining us. I know it's late there. It's, uh, what is it, 11.30 almost at, yeah. at night. So thank yeah. you so much for joining us so late. I want to open up the floor for a minute for those that may not know you. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, your backstory, you know, how you got into this, what you're doing today. We'd love to, to learn more about you. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, just uh, put it in a nutshell, I'm, I have been in the tanning industry, the forefront of it for 20 years. Uh, it was actually exactly nearly 20 years ago that I was um, working in a store in central London, a store called Fennec, and someone offered me a Saint-Tropez rub-on lotion tan. And I was like, what the, heck? You know, what the hell is this? And um, anyway, I had it done. And it changed my life because I got up the next morning and had a shower, washed off the guide cut and I looked like a different person. Wow. And I was obsessed. And I, I, my skin is very pink. It's very typical British skin, English roads. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I burnt as a kid in the sun. So I was never tan. I was either pink or pale. Mm. And so here I was, I was brown. And I said to this girl, and it's my honest words, and she'd vouch for it now. She's still in the industry too, working for Saint-Tropez. Her name's Sophie. She works for Saint-Tropez in New York. 
and I said to her, I need to, I need to work for you. I need to work in this industry. And she introduced me to the company. And then within a few weeks, I was launching Saint-Tropez, the brand in one of the most prestigious stores in the country called Harvey Nicks, Harvey Nichols. And um, I had a counter there. It was the most successful counter in the United Kingdom. Wow. And, um, that's how I, how I learn about tan, how it goes onto people's skin and what it does. And I was, yeah, so passionate about it. I used to stop so many people just in front of me and I would be putting the tanning mousse on them because I launched the mousse. I was the first person to use it in the UK and it come over from California. And um, I was actually putting it on everyone's skin and selling so much of it. So I learned my, I learned my skill from Saint-Tropez and um, then spray tanning came over from the US around 2002. And the owner of Saint-Tropez in the UK, she taught me with a small airbrush which then went on to be uh, the airport booths, big ventilation booths. And we launched that in the busiest street in London, in the UK called Oxford street in a window. Mm -hmm. And I was responsible for doing that with another, with uh, another couple of tanners. And um, yeah, it was very successful. And that's how I got to be into spray tanning. And then what I used to do is go around to department stores all over the United Kingdom. Um, and the, perhaps kind of look at me like a troubleshooter. So if they weren't selling as much and if they were struggling with sales, this is like kind of like three, four, five years into Saint-Tropez being there, they would send me and I would do like a spray tan pop-up almost. And it would be like promotional. So I would get the tan onto people's skin and get them to buy the products. And so it all kind of elevated from there. And then I was with Saint-Tropez for 10 years. And then I decided to go out on my own and to launch my own spray tan service. At the time I had a couple of celebrity clients, just a couple that I'd met through Saint-Tropez. Um, and one of them, he was a, one of Britney Spears friends. He was a big choreographer and he was working on the X Factor UK, which was the biggest show in the country. Mm. And he helped me and he got me onto the X Factor to do the tans, the contestants. And I kind of then dubbed myself <laughs> Um, the celebrity tenor and I did like One Direction for instance the first time they went on to the X Factor who then went on to be one of the biggest bands in the world pop bands wow. in the world yeah they did um, <laughs> so yeah I was tanning up like, Harry Styles and Nile and all of them and so I, and then it just started to kind of snowball and I started to get a little bit of press for it and then other brands started to contact me and I then was spoken to I got uh, brands like Garnier and L'Oreal, big players, will contact me to do London Fashion Week. And then I got press for that in all the weeklies and then monthly magazines like Harper's, um, Tatler, and then British Press, like the, the newspapers would get, start kind of sniffing around and wanting to know what I do and start reviewing me and talk about me, which led me to have a, like a salon space in central London and um and then there was a great article in 2011 so that's like two years into me being on my own um, it was in harper's bazaar and they called me the a-list tanner and um the w hotel were opening in london their w is a big huge brand it, they have um, hotels all over the world many in the states they're very well known they're a bit of a super brand very cool and they opened a lovely premises in the middle of london and they asked me to be in the spa and that's where i've been for the last eight years and my ambition was to make it the busiest tanning destination in this country.
Um, and this, the tanning industry in the UK, I think, is probably one of the biggest because I don't know it's our, if it's our climate, but our culture, it's it's huge, huge business. And um, it's also quite different for a guy to be doing it. And I think that was one of my selling points. But what all I was interested in is giving people the perfect tan, the perfect color, and also giving them the best experience with it as well. Having a fun, nice time, a great consultation and me investing in that person and their tan. And so, which led me to be where I am now. I will stop talking in a moment. I'm sorry, I don't draw a breath, do I? No, it's all, I love hearing the story, learning everything. Thank you so much. Yeah, you can keep, you can finish up. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, now I, um, I do a lot of location work. I've done several pop-ups in W's all over the world from the Middle East to Miami to New York. Um, as you know, I was over in Los Angeles for the first time last month and I had the pleasure of meeting Jimmy Coco. We'd talked for a while, we knew who each other were and he's given me his products to use and I've actually managed to get them. So into some articles, which I'm really pleased about. Um, So yeah, I'm meeting a lot of different people, a lot of different tanners, which I love doing. The last 10 years I've worked, like like I touched on, I've worked with many different brands um, and I've been the ambassador as well for many brands. Um, but I was very proud to be asked to become the creative consultant for for Fake Bake. Fake Bake are one of the biggest tans in the mm-hmm. UK. And they're known in, they're in Australia, they're in South Africa, they're in the United States. They're all over the world. And um, they asked me to come on board. And so I could you know, give my expertise and get creative with them to make products, professional solutions and uh, retail products as well. And um, like something, for instance, I was involved with recently, we brought out um, a solution called Gold, which was created for yellowy undertones or olive skins, but also yellow and olive skins that go quite fair in the winter months. But we wanted something that gives people just that warmth to their skin. Mm -hmm. That's what we called it Gold, and it's ideal for brides, first timers. And it's been very successful, and I've used it on like hundreds of brides this year. The wedding market is very, very big for me. Um, I've had a lot of press for that as well. But no, so my, my story kind of winds up when I'm now 20 years into it. And um, it was the New Yorker magazine um, and um, several like kind of magazines over here. It was In Style that started it. And they called me the Tom Ford of Tanning. <laughs> and when they called me that, I said, I'm dining out on that forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I get called that on television and I've got called it in many amazing, like the New York Post called me that. Um, the Cut, which is part of New Yorker, they did an article of why is he called the Tom Ford of Tanning? And this <laughs> lovely journalist came to a hotel in New York, the W in Union Square, and she, she had the tan with me. She had the experience with me and I was very bespoke with the way that, I, you know, I came up with the perfect colour for it. That's, that's what I pride myself on doing is giving people the perfect colour. And it's looking at their skin, looking at their eyes, looking at their hair color and communicating with them to find out what the tan is for, how they tan naturally in the sun. I want to know what products they've used in the past, what's been successful. And um, within seconds of me seeing someone's skin, I think most spray tanners will probably say this, you just kind of know what to put on them. Mm -hmm. And something we were talking about before, Bryce, is um, contouring. And um, a lot of people still say to me, can you contour me? Can you give me a six pack? <laughs> and I'm, saying, no, I'm not stenciling anything on you. This yeah. is natural. 
you're going to look so good in this tomorrow. You can be around the pool. You can be in a bikini top. You can be in nothing and you will look good. I don't want you to look fake just because we're using a product which is known as fake tan. We're using it quite cosmetically. We're going to look at it as a body makeup almost, which is kind of permanent on you for a week. Mm -hmm. So, and that's very important to me. It's at the end of the day, you know, I've had amazing press and achievements and everything, but the most important thing to me is that I still give and always give a great, tan and that's all it comes down and that's what i think i'm known as and that's what i want to continue to be known for for the rest of my professional working life yeah that's an it's an amazing story and obviously you were one of the guests on sunless evo and just mm. hearing you you talk about tanning and the whole process and everything you do and and the passion and it just kind of exudes from the the way you talk about it and how much you love it obviously you, you fell in love with it the first time you saw it literally yeah, I it's, it, that's just, that's just, you know, you hear it from time to time and you hear other people, you can tell maybe they're just doing it because of the money. And we see that in, a, in any industry probably, but when you have that underlying passion and love for what it is as an art, really, then you, you know, people, your, your clients can feel that when you're, when you're talking to them and tanning them mm. and throughout the whole process. Mm. I guess yeah, someone recently, she said to me, do you get bored doing this? She was standing in my booth in the hotel I went bored. No, I don't get bored because every 30 minutes while I'm at work here, I have a different personality mm. and I have a blank canvas in front of me. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very important. I have, you know, that I make that person feel comfortable. Yeah. And it's like a new, new piece of art every 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to, you know, when I meet people for the first time, within a second and i think this is probably by having a customer service background you know before i was doing this i was working in customer services dealing with all walks of life with all sorts of problems that and they, and they expect you to sort it out mm -hmm. and i think that gives you a lot of confidence when it comes to people and human nature and um sometimes when i can get just gauge off people not their mood i can gauge if they're apprehensive if they're a little worried if they're a little nervous mm -hmm. if they're shy and all those things I completely understand, whether it's a man or, or a woman of any age. And I totally get that. And I may overcompensate with things in my personality, which I know I have to kind of bring out mm -hmm. to make them feel more comfortable. And if someone walks in to my spa and, they, and I can sense there's just that kind of that anxiety, they're a little apprehensive. I want to know by the end of that 30 minutes or more, they leave there and go, oh, that was fun. Actually, yeah. enjoyed that. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Um, he, he made it all right. He made it a nice time for me. And I think that's important. You know, you don't want to go to any kind of intimate or personal service, you know, whether it's beauty and grooming. You want that person who's doing your treatment to make you feel great. Yeah. That's a very, very important factor. Yeah, that's, that's super important. And probably often overlooked, you know, it's become such a, uh, you know, there's spray tanner artists or, or businesses popping up all over the place and without, you know, in the U.S. especially, you know, it's different in every country, but we don't have any real barrier to entry. Like I could go on Amazon and buy something and tomorrow I could open a spray tan business with no experience. So, you know, having that, uh, having not only obviously the art part of it, which comes with tr proper training and experience, but also the customer service and being able to put your clients at ease in a very intimate situation, like you said, uh, is yeah. is really important for for you to be able to do absolutely very important yeah and um yeah very important
Yeah, it is. And I pulled up a picture of the W. It looks like a beautiful hotel. It is. It's a, it's a great, it's a fun hotel. It's a party yeah. hotel. Okay. You have a lot of, we have a lot of movie junkets there and we get a lot of movie stars and, and put, like we had B, Justin Bieber staying there when he was on tour there. And <laughs> you know, we get, you know, movie stars working out in the gym, which is right next door to my studio. And I'm like, do you want to come in for a town? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great hotel. It's a great space. And it's like, bam, in the middle of central London. It's kind of like being in the middle of Times Square. Okay. And there's okay. a W actually in Times Square. So it's a bit like that. So it's kind of that sort of situation. It's very busy and um, bustling. But I'm kind of, why, the reason I like it is because it's the middle of everything. So it's near the media. It's near the, the, most, the busiest shopping areas. It's near the trendiest areas. It's, so it's kind of, yeah, it's the place to be. Yeah, definitely. And you may have mentioned this. How did they invite you in there or how did that happen? <laughs> They invited me. I think the manager who was opening at the time, who went on to, he went on to go and um, run the Standard Hotel in New York. I think he well, he went there afterwards. Um, very successful hotel manager and runs like, hotel groups and things there. He's done very well. He read about me in Harper's Bazaar. Okay. So he saw, he read, because he was looking for something unique and different in his spa. Mm. they had a great facialist and they had like yeah they had a team of masseuse and all that sort of thing it's quite small it's not very big there's only five treatment rooms but they wanted something unique and they kept my room initially like they put up i put my booth up in it and they kept like a a couch in there to do massage Mm -hmm. because i was going to be in there like as and when they they didn't realize that i was going to go in there for like one or two days a week and then within three or four months I was full time. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So, um, that's awesome. That's so, yeah. that's such a, uh, you know, differentiator for the hotel to have like the best artist in the, you know, in the UK yes. <laughs> in their hotel. <laughs> really nice. Cause they just recently, they put like it on screens. They put me on these screens in the lift and the elevators going up wow. and they put like, we have the GQ award winning spray tan. <laughs> so that was really nice. And, and um, they've, you know, they've started to use me a bit more on their social, you know, they don't need to, they, you know, they're the, the W hotel and they, they do great. Sure. Um, it's a great partnership. And they also like helped me with my, you know, my stay in LA recently. And they flew me over to the Doha in the Middle East to do the tanning. And so it's been a really great relationship. I'm very, very proud and very lucky and happy to be part of W hotels. Yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah, it, and I can, uh, and also I, I can decide when I'm there as well. If I want to take two weeks off and go yeah. to the state, I can do it. It's you know, it's my diary. I call the shots with it. So mm. I'm very lucky to kind of run my business from such a great, great place. Yeah, absolutely. So as of right now, you're tanning in the W at the studio. You're also doing mobile tans, and you're helping yeah. a fake bake develop products. Yeah. So regards to my relationship with fake bake, is I've I've just written an article. Um, about party tanning because a lot of journalists are, you know, thinking of like Christmas stories and everything, as you know, is all mm-hmm. online now. Um, it's all about blogs and a lot of like the big beauty um, publications such as Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, Tatler, InStyle, we don't have InStyle in the UK anymore, but their online presence is incredibly important and it gets a lot of readers. 
Um, so a lot of magazines, which I used to be featured in now, it's all about being online and, and I'm writing for online publications. I just wrote a really good piece about party towns for Harper's, Harper's again. Mm -hmm. And um, I used um, different body makeups, but also tans that people can buy, the consumer can buy. And I give my recommendation on why I think it's good and what part of the body to use it on and how to prime the skin beforehand and when if it's good from desk to disco that sort of thing and if there's no commitment to them what's the pros and cons of that so they've just actually featured that on the um went live on harper's today which i'm very proud to do right. so i managed to get the reason i'm telling you that is because i managed to get fake bake in that article wow i'm sure that's so, huge for them yeah and so fake bake are very appreciative that um i can bring you know my relationships with with the british press um and i can get fake bake into those articles yeah. and i'm as an expert i talk about a lot of other different tanning brands as well sure you know, i'm not biased um i mentioned tans within larger cosmetic houses and i talk about competitors to fake bake as well and i say well that this particular brand by such and such is very good for this sort of skin you know mm -hmm. because I have, you know i see myself as well as working for them, but I'm an expert in the industry. Um, but by being that expert, I can, you know, yeah. get that brand into a lot of major press, which is great. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're busy man, but it's all tanning. That's awesome. Yeah. It's all tan. Someone asked me the other day, what else do you do? <laughs> well, if you can, if you can start like maybe a 48 hour day, then maybe I can do something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, right. I like it. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's quite the career so far. It's it's crazy to hear, and and everybody has different experiences, and and yours is definitely quite unique. It's been such a long career, and it's been you know from the retail side of it with the moose to actually you know doing the the tanning now yourself and mobile and in the studio. Mm -hmm. So you've you've been through a lot of different uh, situations. That's great, and and something I like to touch on you know, working at being an entrepreneur, it's, there's tons of ups and downs, right? You go through the highs and the lows and that's part of it. But I like to touch on what, you know, I like to touch on the lowest point or the worst moment you've had in your business so far. And then on the flip side of that, we'll talk about the best, but we'll go ahead and start with the worst moment. I want you to really take us there. And, and uh, we, we want to hear what that was. It was making a choice to go and work with a particular brand that launched a tan. And I'd never mentioned any names and I managed to contain it quite quickly, but it, it ended up with me ending up in hospital because I made myself so ill. Wow. Uh, I was working very hard and I had my kit on my back and I was, you know, I couldn't get cabs and I couldn't, I couldn't afford. Oh, it was all, it was a bad time. It was around 2011. And I think, uh, well, I, I ended up in hospital because I had a back condition. And I ended up having a prolapse disc, wow. which w was pretty grim. It was a pretty nasty time. And I think also it, it kind of manifested itself, not only because I'd done something to my back, but maybe that manifested by how unhappy I was as well. Yeah. And I was unhappy and I was working with people that weren't, that weren't, didn't get me. And it, it wasn't the best for a working relationship. But I quickly put it to sleep and I, I, you know, I, I, I finished the contract and I said, you know, I, I wish to step away from this because I was doing incredibly well. That's the thing. I was doing well. And the brand I was working with at the time maybe didn't appreciate that. Mm 
that I was doing quite well. And by doing well for myself, I was doing well for them, but it, it didn't really work out that way. Um, so I wished them well and I, I moved on. And um, I remember I got a great break as I just came out of hospital, I think, um, that I got to go and be on the biggest good morning show in the UK, which is kind of like being on, say, Good Morning America, like Sunrise, wow. that sort of thing. And I was the guest all morning, and I was talking about tanning, and I was talking about what I do, and I had to tan like six models, and we, which ended up in all the, all the press as they were walking down Oxford Street. And it, so from going through a bad experience for six months, it, all of a sudden it just kind of like the light shone, and um, yeah, I started to do much better, and loads of opportunities came my way as soon as I decided to get rid of a bad one. Wow. It's, it's like. ama- yeah, it's amazing how that works. It is. That's my advice to everyone as well, though, when you, with regards to like situations that, which are unhealthy at work, do not see it through, I say. Do not pursue it. If it makes you feel ill, if it makes you have that terrible pain inside your stomach, in your heart and in your head, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's something that's, uh, you know, not, and I was just talking to somebody about this earlier, not every, you know, situation that comes or opportunity that comes is going to be right for you. So make sure it, it aligns because if it doesn't, it's quickly going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on the flip side of that, what's the best moment so far in your business? Sounds like there's been a lot. Getting phone calls from people that I've like kind of admired for many years, watching them in either film on television, on stage, because I, I love the arts. And that's mm. another great thing that I get from being in this industry. Oh, you're going to be working on this television show, or you're going to be going doing a shoot for this actress or this comedian. And, and, and getting phone calls from people that you really like. And they're like, oh, is that James? <laughs> um, like there's one, like, there's an actress over here, and she's like, she is known in America because she was the companion in a show called Doctor Who on BBC America, which is huge out in the States. But um, she's a, a comedian here with her own TV show. She's been in a lot of movies as well called Catherine Tate. And I'd admired her for many, many years as one of my favourite kind of comedians, actresses. And just for her to have, like, phone me and book me and have a mm. laugh over the, and, and make me laugh over the phone was really kind of surreal. But I've met, that's one of the highlights of my career is meeting people that I really admire. And also what's great is when they turn out to be even nicer than you hoped they'd be. Mm. That's, that's, that's great. Um, and going to their homes and they open you into, into their houses and, you know, and you can actually, you almost get relationships and like friends almost sometimes. Yeah. It's always professional, um, but you have that kind of relationship when you're there in that working environment, like you, it's very friendly. But I'd say the biggest highlight of my career was in the end of last year where I received a GQ award, as in GQ, the, the worldwide magazine. Yeah. They have the awards here, and they awarded me the best wellness experience in the UK. That's awesome. That is quite I know, the accomplishment. I, know, actually, I, I look at the award, and I actually still can't even get my head around that. that yeah. That's, I'm incredibly grateful. Yeah, that's an incredible accomplishment, and just speaks volumes of the uh, the work ethic and hard work that you've put in. Oh, thanks, and thank you. And um, it's yeah, it's been so good for my um, my whole clientele. Mm-hmm. I already had like a really good male clientele. I call it the David Gandhi effect. David Gandhi is one of the biggest models in the world. He was the guy. People, if people go, oh, who's that? I go. Do you remember the D and G advert? The guy in the white kind of swimming shorts and in, in 
Italy and um, he's on big billboards down Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> and, you know, mm. In this country, he's like the, the face of major campaigns and um, yeah, the biggest model here. Um, and he's done um, great interviews, testimonials about me. And he's obviously, you know, he's been on the cover of GQ many times around the world. Yeah. Um, I think once he, David Gandhi said to journalists, you know, I don't sit in the sun. I look after my skin. I wear an SPF and then when I, I'm having a shoot or I'm um, going on holiday, I go and see James Harkin at the W <laughs> wow. because I care about my skin. That's awesome. <laughs> because that's what we're doing here. We're, you know, yeah, we're making people look and feel good, but we're also educating them about like saving their skin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some campaigns that we've run, me and Fake Bake have run together as well. Like we do Save Our Skin Month. And, you know, it's about educating people, finding out the facts and, you know, just making people a little bit more savvy about the damage of the sun and some solariums, you know, it's just awful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is quite, that's, that's an amazing award. And to have somebody like, like David, you know, Gandhi talking about you like that, that that can only be, be mean good things for you. I I feel very lucky and honored, you know, because it's just wonderful to have that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He's been great. I saw him the other day. I did him for the British, council fashion awards which was at the royal albert hall and um yeah royalty went to it and like everyone in town went and had some big movie stars there as well and um i turned him for that and i turned the the director of um beauty from the sunday Times style as well she's become a bit of a fan and she kind of picked me up there as well which is kind of lovely you know to have these people in the industry say look i know the best tenor <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Well, that, that's just amazing. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that moment. That that's great. I mean, I, I like to, I like to kind of put it in perspective because you had the, the you know, the, the issues back in 2011 that were, that were literally making you like ill and now to yeah. come this far is, is amazing to hear. Um, and, and just for anybody that's going through a time right now that might not be aligning with, with what their goals were, or it might be a struggle. Just keep in mind that uh, everybody goes through that for sure. Yeah, and I've, you know, I've got, I work with a brand now. And it's probably been the most harmonious and, you know, it's back and forth, my relationship with Fate Bake. They, um, anything, any ideas I've got or anything I want to do, um, my boss, her name's Sandra Vaughan, she will just open the door or be at the end of the phone and go, great, amazing, brilliant. When are we going to do it? <laughs> so, and that's kind of really lovely, you know? And, um, yeah, I really feel... Like, I'm very lucky I get a lot of respect from her and, and, the, and the brand. The brand yeah. is very supportive of what I do. Yeah, that Price sounds like a great relationship. This. Yeah, we're behind you. Yeah, it sounds like a great relationship to have. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. Well, if we had, to, if you had to think back on how you got your first client, do you remember who that was? Or I mean, I don't need to know who it was, but do you remember how you got the first, your first paying client? I'm sorry, I should should emphasize that. It was probably like when I touched on that guy, his name was Brian, Brian Friedman. And he's a very successful dancer. Um, And from the States. Mm. I think it was him spreading the word on me a bit or letting me use his name. And then I got a client, she was, um, her name was Patsy, her name's Patsy Kenseth. Mm. And she, very well known in this country. She was in, like she was in the Lethal Weapon movie. And um, she's been an actress since she was like, she was in a movie with David Burry when she was 16. Absolutely. Wow. 
So she um, is a really cool girl. And, you know, I started telling her like 11, 10, 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was one of my first paying clients. And Uh still to this day, I did her this week. (laughs) And how many years ago was that then? Because I know you had the... That's 09. Oh, no. Okay. So 10 years. 10 years ago. And I was... So I think... So I've been in the industry 20 years. And and I would say that I launched my... um, Yeah, I left Saint-Tropez in 09. So it's 10 years. Just over 10 years since I've been on my own. Mm. That's crazy. That... I mean, that just speaks volumes to the quality of work and service that you provide. And I would, I would be curious to know what's, is that typical for you? Like what's the, do you, do you lose a lot of clients or most people that come to you stay with you? I'm very lucky that they a lot, a lot stay. People sometimes they'll have a turn like every two weeks for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I just want to see them again. And I question it and go, Oh God, they've gone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is it's like a certain, like you would change your hairdresser. It's sometimes yeah. it's not personal. Yeah. Sometimes you stop having hands. Like mm-hmm. it might be someone's look to be brown all the time. And then all of a sudden they just think, well, oh, I'm going to miss it this week. And then they might, something else gets in the way. But then what's great is when they come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And like people are going, I, I've not been anywhere else, James. I just, I just haven't had a tan or they have a baby. The women have a baby or they start a family, um, have another baby. And then kind of that gets in the way. They haven't got as much time for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then I get some people that just have it like maybe once. Or t- I've got one lady that comes to me the same month every year for her holiday, <laughs> for her heartbreak. And that's brilliant as well. Yeah. Some people yeah. I see all the time and all of a sudden then I won't see them. They come back again. It, it's fantastic. Yeah. But um I've got a database of probably over two and a half thousand people. Wow. I know that's, awesome. that's crazy. Yeah, that is. I was gonna say it sounds like the client retention is is very good and any successful business is gonna have that as a you know, they can say that because you have to take care of the, the your people to in order to grow. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Look after and, put, and I still to say to the people that have been supporting me for many years, like people who read about me in that Harper's Bazaar article in 2011 or on when I remember Glamour magazine did a small little piece and there was another magazine in London called The Stylist which very respected and they even got my name wrong I remember The Stylist said oh go and visit Josh Hartner (laughs) (laughs) confused with the actor Josh Um, and they said go and visit Josh who's at this salon and that's where my first salon where I started when I went on my own but I got hundreds of calls from that just this small piece and um a lot of people to this day are still coming to me from that sm- that little article which got my name wrong wow which is <laughs> nice that's yeah that's awesome even though they got the name wrong that's still very yeah, cool to so I did the trick <laughs> that's awesome so what what does a day in james harknick look like right now i mean i Obviously, it's changed back in '09. It was just mobile tans as as they came, right? And now that you're in yeah. the W, what is it? What does it look like? So I'm at the W Tuesday to Friday. Okay. I could we 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 started um, we did start reopening on a Monday because it was very quiet for the spa and London in general. And I find that most people don't want to tan on a Monday. Yeah, makes sense. They want to tan in the later days of the week mm-hmm. for the weekend, but. With myself, we kind of people are having a tan every like seven days a week. I've been tanning tonight 
uh, mobile wise because yeah people want it all the time here because they've got occasions mm-hmm. they just like it's part of their look or it's something they want to have all the time or they're going on a holiday or they've got you know they're getting winter sun they're doing this they're going to at the moment of course it's christmas it's party season and people are showing skin mm-hmm. i think you want to tan when you're showing skin yeah you want to show the best you absolutely that's it's what it's about is creating the best possible you and being proud of your body and your and your skin and complementing what you're wearing with this color whether it's just glow or it's something darker or it's something that suits your skin um so at the moment my days i'm very fortunate because i'm not a morning person <laughs> that's why doing this late tonight this is not late this is a breeze um me and my husband we like to kind of stay up quite late okay um, so <laughs> I'm kind of a, I, I'm not a morning person, so I don't start at the hotel until 2 p.m. But I find that most people in the city, in London, they do not want to go for a treatment in the mornings. No. London doesn't get going until the early, a bit like New York City or big cities in general. They don't really kind of start thriving till the early hours, the, um, the later hours of the afternoon, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, for myself, I start from two, and then I normally do 10 in a row, 10 tans, and then I drive to my home clients. And because I kind of drive in quite a spread out area of the city, I can do two, three, or four tans in the evening. Wow. That can be quite lucrative for me. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that, that's a lot. That's from 14, 13, 14 tans in a day. Yeah, the most I've tans I've done in a day is probably about, with hotel and home business, is probably about 20. Wow. And that's, you know, but I do leave 30 minutes at least for my turns. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I overrun with the, if, especially if it's a newbie, especially if it's like a bride, um, there's lots to discuss. So it can overrun, but I like to kind of start, I start, I go to work around 12, 1230. And then sometimes I won't get home till around now. And I do in the summer, I do work much longer hours. I'm working, you know, probably 13 hour a day. But yeah, I get tired, but I love it. Yeah. When it's your, and then all the stuff I do for Fake Bake as well. I have all the press tans to do. They will, they will contact me. And if, if I can, I'll fit anyone that they want me to do, an influencer, so to speak, or anyone part of the Fake Bake family who, you know, part of their, their celebrities and things, I'll do my best to fit in. Um, and then press that I want to fit in as well. So, and then I, I write for Fate Bake as well and, you know, do lots of different things with them. Um, and at the moment, I've just started, I just did the first um, week on a, on a show here called Dancing on Ice. Hmm. So it's a bit like Dancing with the Stars. No way, it's good. But no, it's, it's, um, dancing, it's called Dancing on Ice. It's a big show here. It's a big Sunday night show on one of the main channels. So I'm doing the tanning with one of my colleagues, Eloise from uh, Fake Bake. And um, Faye Baker have arranged that. So I'm you know, happy to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's a long way out of town. And so from the new year, I'll be doing it every Saturday afternoon. I'll be there like probably seven, eight hours. Wow. Yeah, all the contestants and all the celebrities as well. Wow, that's a really cool opportunity. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Definitely. And do you have anybody working for you or with you or is it just you? It's me, but I'm very fortunate. I do have, I had an assistant for many years who were kind of like drop of a hat. He'd click my fingers and he would be there. He had an, uh, an office job 
but he loved tanning mm. so much. Young boy, 21 years old, or 20 or 19 when I met him actually. He was very, I saw a lot of myself in him. He was very hungry for it. And I really liked him. He was a great guy. And um, he's now one of my best friends. He's, he's amazing. And um, he, t he tanned with me kind of on and off yeah, for the last five years. When I go to America or I'm on holiday, he would do the, he'll come from his other job and fill in in the evenings. He's one of the only people that I trust to do it. Because I he used to just stand next to me and watch me. And I, we used to just tan each other. And I'd make him tan me over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, and I'd just tell him how, you know, but he got it. He's one of the only people that I've actually seen get it. And he tans like me. That's so he's awesome. kind of like a James in the making. <laughs> but Is... he's, he's also, he's not ambitious enough. I wanted him to be a bit more ambitious, but he's a, he's a great guy. He's a great tanner. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd love to make him like a full-time tanner for me. Um, but now he wants a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money. He wants the same money as me. Um, so anyway, he is someone that I can call on. And I've got a couple of girls that I can call on as well. But the um, thing is, when people read about me and they read about what I do and my service, they, they want me. They yeah. want to book. And if they turn up at the hotel and it's not me, sometimes they're, they're disappointed or they're like, they feel a bit misled. Of course. And other people are like, or uh, I didn't expect it to be James Harkin. I would have thought he would have been one of his team, which is kind <laughs> of cool as well. Yeah. But if I can't make it, and if, I'm, if I was not well, or if I'm, I've booked vacation, I'm not going to be there for a number of days, I'll give people notice, of course. Yeah. And I give them the chance to say, to go somewhere else if they wanted to. But once I say, look, trust in this person, Ashley, who's my, my friend who does it for me, then um, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Jimmy runs into the same thing uh, in LA. So cool. <laughs> makes... like me and Jimmy were talking about that as well. Yeah. 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 It's hard. And, and the trust is there. They know that you're the best and they trust you. And you know, there's a lot that can be said about that. Yes, absolutely. Once they, they, I say it's okay. They, they normally go with it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's cool. So at least you have some backups. Yeah. That's always good to have somebody to, uh, to fill in for you, obviously. So you can take some vacations every once in a while. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, James, well, I, I, well you, you talk a lot about fake bacon, you work with them. So I like to ask people about their, their products and equipment, some more technical questions. Mm -hmm. So whatever you want to share about that, feel free to. Okay. I think I've tried and I've been given, um, or I've bought nearly every kind of tanning machine available on the market in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the, the day, an air, airbrushing is airbrushing. That's kind of the way I look at it as well. Um, when I first went on my own, I was, well, my mobile equipment. First of all, let's talk about my mobile equipment with saint -Tropez. It used to take me about three weeks to set it up. It was this <laughs> big, heavy, huge booth with these big things. I'd set up, it would be very heavy, in and out of the car. And the gun clipped on the side of the booth even. And it was a very, very fine airbrush. You had to do three coats, yeah. two or three coats, because it was so, so fine. And then I remember I was introduced to the kind of Maximus HVLP machines mm -hmm. about 10 years ago when I launched the service. And I was freelancing with a brand called Zentan. Now Zentan 
I think they're from the States. They've had, they, they were, I remember going into the, the CBS stores and seeing the Zentan everywhere. Mm. Um, not around so much now, but mm-hmm. they had a distributor in the UK and they approached me to come and work with them. And I did some freelancing with them and they gave me these called Maximus machines, which were yeah. a bit like what spray tan machines are now. They're a bit noisier. They're a bit more cumbersome. Um, but I loved them. I loved turning with it. I love the fact that you could do a body and you could be in charge of how much product is dispersed onto the client. Because mm-hmm. I don't want them wet. I never wanted people wet. You know, when I see other tanners that kind of like tanning and then kind of patting people, flicking them with mitts and I'm like, what earth are you doing that for? Why have you put so much on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, because once you've put it on, you can't really take it back. And if you're mopping it up on someone's skin, you, you're going a little heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Um, so um, I, I had these machines, these, um, they were called Maximus HVLP machine. Yeah. And then when I was, um, I, I did, I went to Fake Bake, I think, from after that. And that was unusual because I had these inflatable pods, which you plugged into the wall. And the, so the little pop-up pod, the 10 that we know of now, was this inflatable. So that was kind of unique. <laughs> and yeah. then they had these quite big machines as well, which you, um, you wield, and they were quite heavy as well, quite wet as well. And then I, I'm just thinking what I got after that. I then got a more, more durable HVLP. And they still sell them to this day. They call them true sprays here. Hmm. Haven't heard of very good, very noisy, mm-hmm. but still something you can take around in your mobile kit. And I used versions of that for many years. Now the booth that Fake Bakers very, very kindly supplied me with four years ago, which is called an Opus. And it's one of the best um, extraction units that you can get in spray tanning. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there i have my room is pure white and that's unusual for a tanning room yeah i saw some <laughs> pictures it's beautiful it's it, it's it's a really nice room and it's all white and my booth is fantastic and it has to be yeah that it does. tanning um <laughs> that has a that has a gun bought on the side but i use now uh, from a brand called aura mm-hmm. aura in germany and they don't specialize in spray tanning. They specialize in airbrush machinery. So whether it's you're doing a fence or a car or a house, it's so they've designed something for spray tanning. It's one of the most amazing machines I've ever used because it's also very light. Yeah. So is, I, that the, is that the Aura Allure? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we just, I've just seen a, up, a lot of people talking about this. Probably the last year or two. It hasn't been long. Okay. It's great. The company have a lot to learn, but they don't, because it's not their main sort of bread and butter, they, they're not kind of open to perfecting it. Mm-hmm. However, I've been speaking to someone and in the UK here, and she's, she's so passionate about tanning like me, that she's kind of like reinforced the guard spray guns just by doing them herself. Mm. she's made because i was getting through so many guns breaking them because i was using them more than they're designed for ah okay they're not designed to created to do the amount of tanning that i do so she's reinforced all the guns for me so now i'm much more confident with it 
Um, but I've been using it for probably three and a half, four years since I've been with Fate Bake and they introduced me to it. And I, if I just, if a bride says to me, okay, you used quite a light tan on me, James, last time, but in the tanning trial, because I always insist on a bride having at least one or two trials before mm-hmm. the wedding. And then sometimes they say, can you take it down even lighter? Can you give me a dusting? And literally with these machines, you can give it a dust, give the client a dusting. Wow. Give them kind of like, if you move the strap line, the bikini line, you can see this color, but it's a real barely there. And some yeah. people occasionally they do want that. Yeah. Also, you can then go quite heavier if you need to. But I like the way the, the form, the way the tan comes out. I like the way you can hold the gun, have complete control with it. And I don't spray down as much as maybe I should do. I'm kind of turning my gun to the sides. Ah, uh, okay. And forwards. I'm bringing the gun in with the with the contours of the body almost. So it's almost like I'm, I'm spraying you. A lot of people said, you, I feel like you're making me more taut <laughs> when you spray in. Because I've got the gun like kind of to the side. And it's kind of like... I'm drawing or I'm using paintbrushes almost. Yeah. yeah so yeah. with that machine, I, I really rate it. I rate, they're not expensive. The guns are quite easy to kind of, um, to buy if you got through them. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's quite a good little motor on the machine as well. It's not noisy. Mm. It sounds like a hairdryer. Wow. It looks kind of cool. It's quite retro. They're black and gold. Yeah. Black um, and gold. Yeah. I, <laughs> I I love them. Okay, I might have to buy one to try it out then. I think you should. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's are you? Smooth. It's very what? Smooth. Okay. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talking good about them. I wasn't really sure because they're on the they're on the you know they're some of the cheaper like cost wise machines. So yeah. I was interested. Yeah, but that's awesome. Awesome. And are are you using fake bake products? Then I'm assuming. Oh, I use fake bake products a lot, and that's not just because I have to. Sure. It's not, it's not like they employed me and said, right, you will only, you're with contract and you never use another tan. Right. First of all, when I started working with Fate Bake, I was already buying their products. I used to buy them on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it's, I had one client, she went, you, you have, this was kind of like years ago. Mm-hmm. You have to use Fate Bake, James, because it, she goes, I've got this ashy skin and it just does something to me where it counteracts any orange tones. Um, so I used to get it for her and, and I used to love it. So I was, even before I came on board with them, I think the reason I came on board with them, not because the fact that they were interested in me, which was so lovely, and but it was because I loved their stuff. Mm-hmm. I really, I really rate their professional sprays. They've got a, they've got a solution which they have worldwide, and it's called Fake Bake Darker. It's actually not that dark, but the tone of it, the way it hits the skin, and just the guide color in it, because I'm all about guide color. I'm not into clear spraying. And if people say, "Well, what about it going all over my bed and all my clothes?" I say, "Well, your spray tan artist is spraying you too wet." Then, yeah. Get them to dry you. Yeah, dry it <laughs> off a little bit. Get <laughs> nice and hair dry out and dry. But um, that comes down to technique, I think. If yeah, people absolutely. agree with clear sprays, fantastic. You know, maybe I should give them a try, but I won't even try them because I like to see where I go. Yeah. I like my clients to look back in the mirror within five to ten minutes and see the transformation. And 
I kind of pride myself on my clients looking so good they could have a photo shoot in the guide color. Mm-hmm. It's put yeah. on properly. And the thing is, this fake bake darker, my, my boss, she knows I love it so much because <laughs> I send her pictures of shoots I do and magazine covers. And, you know, I worked on um, a really good team, well, not really good, but very, it was a Sky Atlantic HBO program called um, uh, Riviera. And I did mm-hmm. the main star of it, and her name's Julia Stiles. And Julia Stiles has been like Hollywood actress for many years. Yeah. In the yeah, save, save the last dance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's been in so much and she's yeah. great. I like, did her in it. And um, I've used it on so many people, and it's fake bakes darker. And it is what you make it. Like, if I want it to be darker, then I'll disperse more product on. I might layer it. I might do a good couple of coats on the shoulders and decollete on their legs, you know, and coming mm-hmm. up cheeks and maybe an extra one on the face after that. Mm. I feel that does make, the thing does make a difference. I've had many discussions with other tanning companies and other spray tanners about layering and if it makes a difference. A lot of people like the, I remember Saint-Tropez, the way it was taught to me back in the day, 20 years ago is your skin will absorb what it wants from the tan. So mm-hmm. if you, even if you layer it up and over and over, it, once you washed off, it will only tend to one strength. And that was my way of thinking for many years. But that was by putting on products, like putting on a mousse. Yeah. When it got to spraying is when, you know, I, I'm kind of self-taught that way. I learned everything about tanning my own way by doing just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people and getting to know different brands and different products. I think I've, in the UK, I've used many, many brands. Some I've liked a lot more than others. Yeah get what you pay for um without even being biased i i know that fake baked dark is my favorite product that's awesome. you. Yeah. and they also have an express formula which i know is very popular especially in the states yeah it is I, I get a lot of clients staying at the w americans saying oh do you have an express formula do you have the quick one <laughs> wash off one yeah. and i do and fake bake have one it's one of the first on the market here it's called 60 minutes I actually leave it on my own skin for 45 and I have a tan for a week. Wow. That's amazing. It smells good. It looks, even the guide car looks good. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Express is huge. It is huge here. A lot of people are actually only offering that now. They are. You're right. It's become so, the only, my only downside to me of the express tan is it's quite one dimensional. It, yeah it doesn't give you the opportunity like i've got one lady she was can you do an extra coat i said no they really won't make any difference because this product is going to be determined by how long you leave it on your skin right. one hour two hours three hours and when the warm water hits it that's when it's gonna it's gonna start working and um that's what's going to determine this the strength of color if you want it darker leave it for three hours right right yeah. I find three hours is the maximum time for an express formula. That that's on the ones that I've used personally. Sure. Yeah, I know a lot of people that are saying their clients are sleeping in them overnight. So I don't know. And the difference in the you know the manufacturers and if they're different in the UK than they are in the US, who knows? So that obviously could have a, a huge effect. Yeah, I think they're the same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, some people are sleeping in them, so <laughs> that's dehydration for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it depends on, but then again, it depends on the skin. Yeah. Because I've got, I've got a lovely girl. She's uh, beautiful and she gets two weeks out of her express tan for 60 minutes. She leaves it on for three hours. 
mm. um, or more. Some, but sometimes she's left it on for five hours and she's getting two weeks out of it. I've got one lady that leaves it on overnight and I, I've told her, just take it off until, for, <laughs> no, it won't be as dark. I'll take it off in the morning. Okay. She's pleased with it and it doesn't kind of pixelate on her skin and it breaks down. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, That's to each their own. Know. Yeah. <laughs> to each their own for sure. <laughs> Uh, James, did you go through any training or certifications? I mean, you were so early on there, probably obviously you learned on the job training with, uh, with, uh, St. Tropez, but any, any they, other trainings? They were, they gave me, I still got it. They gave me my certificate. Okay. Trained as a spray tan and a tanning therapist. Wow. Um, and then other brands I worked with after that, who I freelanced with, and that was Zentan, Fake Baker Freelance and also CNRX and they did their own training with me and mm. I always went on the training courses happily, even though I had my particular style, mm -hmm. I went on there and got these certificates and everything for it. When I actually, when I launched my own service and I was going to people's homes and then when I, when I got my studio, the first thing I did is I spoke to what's known as Westminster council here. So, mm -hmm. you know, speaking to the right councils in, in London on whether I needed a permit, whether I needed a license, whether I needed a specific training for it. And something that I've spoken to you about, I did not need to have any form of license for spray tanning. Mm. If I was painting the tan on, onto women, then I think it would be like maybe a masseuse license or something like that. To touch them, you yeah. To cover yourself there if you are. But because of, you know, I am not painting tan or any form of product onto a woman's body, then no, I'm just, I'm spraying it. So I don't need any form of, uh, of qualification or anything, but I do have them. And then I have my, when, when I created the masterclass in, in contour tanning for the company CNRX, that was accredited by the Beauty Guild here in the United Kingdom. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember us talking about that. That's, that's pretty cool to have that. So I feel that I'm um, all official. Let's put it yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you most definitely are. There's no doubt about that. 20 years uh, speaks for itself. And obviously the, the awards, the GQ award and all that, that's uh, that all speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I mean, James, we're pretty much done. There's one more question, but before I get to that, I just want to thank you on behalf of myself and the entire Happy Tans community and all of our listeners for spending your evening with us, taking time to share your story. It's, it's such you. a great, yeah, yeah, you're, you're welcome. It's such a great story. You're so passionate. You have so much love for the industry and the art. And that really, you know, like I said, you can feel that just by, by hearing you talk about it. Oh, and that. yeah, absolutely. Well, I from you as well, I get, you know, your interest for it and, uh, just the questions that you're asking me, you know, comes from a place where you're, you know, you're very um, passionate about it, but also well-informed about it as well. Well, thank you so much. You seem to be on the right kind of the same page. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. I'm, I'm definitely not an artist like you and Jimmy, but I've been around the, the industry for about nine or 10 oh, years now. And yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, I, can, I can gauge that. I can feel that from you that you you just, you either get it or you don't, you get it and yeah. like it. So it's, well. uh, that's all it's, it's all it's about really is whether you, yeah, you enjoy it and you're good at it it's yeah. um, great absolutely yeah i mean we're, we're you know happy tans was created basically just a, a, from working at a, a company that helped you know sell the products and stuff and i learned that there's so many people that need 
that extra like help on the business side and just hearing other people's stories. So that's what was created from. And here we're, we're on episode, I think this is 57, which is crazy, but oh my God, that's yeah, yeah. Over 30,000, 31,000 listens total, which is great. And we're just going to keep going, but thank you. Thank you for sharing your time. If anybody has questions, I mean, you're super accessible. You're super awesome, nice and easy going. I'm sure they can probably is Instagram probably the best way. Uh -huh. Is that? Yeah. Just ask if anyone has any query about tanning. Um, anything about technique or skin tones, products which are good for certain skin tones, you know, um, then yeah, feel free to ask me anything. Yeah. And it's James Harknick official and we'll tag that underneath the interview. And, and James is, yeah. And James means that a lot of people say, say these things sometimes, but James truly means that you can reach out to him. He's super accessible. He's always there to answer your questions. He's, he's a, he's a genuine person. So thank you for that, James. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And speak to you again soon. Yeah, we definitely will. And the last question I'd like to ask, this is a great one. It kind of wraps it all up. But if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, I, we can say 10 years ago when you were just starting your own business, what would you say to yourself? That fire in your belly right now, 10 years ago, I said, you know, um, f yeah, feed off it and mm -hmm. um, enjoy it. And, um, don't, don't let it go out. Don't let the fire go out that's inside because I, w I was so determined. And that's, this is, that's what I would write to myself. You're going to go on a big journey. There's going to be a, a few downs. There's going to be some tough times. There's going to be some times where you have no money. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very lucky. I relied on my family and my partner and everything who believed in me. Um, but ride those tough times through because if you, I know it's a bit cliche, it is, but, I knew I was going to build a career for myself. It wasn't I was going to be incredibly rich or anything. Or, you know, that's I want to be comfortable. Of course I do. I want to make money. That's the reason we do it. I want a roof over my head and I want the nice things in life. But um, yeah, my, my letter to me would be like, yeah, even when your back goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when the, when the doctors and the surgeon says you can't lift a spray gun for three months, yeah, just go and do it and lift it in four weeks. Yeah. Um, and I got back to work because I wanted to. But yeah, it would be to um, keep going and yeah. um, enjoy every moment of it. Yeah, absolutely. We'd be grateful for it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, definitely. That that's a great message. Uh, I think your I think your younger self would be would be thankful for that one. And it's yeah. it's so true that you you know the passion is what drives you and keeps you going forward. If you look at anybody that's been majorly or, or is at the top of their game, whether it's a sport, an athlete or whatever it is, they're doing it because they love mm -hmm. it, not because of the accolades or anything like yeah. that. You truly have to enjoy it. So, Yeah, yeah and I'd say like, don't, and, and don't say no. Say, say yes as much as you can. Mm -hmm. I've yeah. driven out like a 1, 2 a.m. in the morning to go and do tans and been the last thing I wanted to do. But yeah, sometimes you have to do these things and you reap the rewards a bit later on down the line. I put in a lot, I still work very hard like this summer because I wanted to see Madonna on tour <laughs> or like <laughs> <from> America, <laughs> which I've done somehow. Um, I was never saying no and I was getting home from work at like at midnight or gone. Um, very, very tired, very exhausted from it. But like, no, I'm thinking I'm lucky. I'm mm -hmm. lucky that these phone calls and these emails and these clients are coming through saying, I want to book you. I want to book you because the harder you work, the more you can get out of it. And I can, for me personally, I love to travel and I like going to the United States. So 
um, mm. I, I managed to do that because I put in the tears, I put in the hours. Yeah, you definitely do. You definitely do that. Hard work pays off. It takes a while to see those rewards. And that's where a lot of people struggle, but keep your, your head down and keep working hard and you'll, you can definitely make it. That's right. Definitely. Absolutely. James, it's been a true pleasure. Thank you so much for spending your evening with us. I hope that you can go get in bed now since it's past yeah. midnight. There. <laughs> that's all good. Thanks, man. I'll Thank speak you. to you again soon. Sounds good, James. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.